I have to tell you, it's one of my favorite times to be here on the show is when we have our friend and uh, guest co-host with us, Rick Broida. How are you doing, Rick? I am so good, Foster. I'm all hopped up on uh, green tea and cookies, and so I'm ready to go. And, and you look very fast for us in green, too. Yeah, I'm wearing my glowy green shirt. I like to be visible from space when I walk down the street. Terrific. I spend the next two hours next to Kermit the Frog. <laughs> hey, it's not easy. Oh, oh nice. Get him on <laughs> All right. I'm we'll sorry. provide our own rim shots of that. Uh, the voices you heard there are... Cal Carson. And Gary Baker. And uh, Edward, Ed Rudell is today off and joining a family event. They have a uh, wedding that's going on. And he's he's going to miss this because it is a rare old yeah, time in the house like here. This. When we have you with us, Rick, thanks for coming by. We've got lots to talk about today. We're going to be talking about gadgets. We're going to be talking about some rare... Um, cheap skate items out there because that is also one of your titles, right? It is. Right? You, uh, Rick uh, does a great job uh, commenting on gadgets that are on the market and also helping us to find the cheapest ones out there. And then we're going to talk about something brand new that you have going, which is Battlestar Recaptica. Yes, it's a podcast. Yeah, oh, you couldn't stay away from it. <laughs> you needed something else to do? You have uh, fostered, if you will, uh, a love of oh, the microphone for me. So. There you go. Uh, there, there you go. Created a monster. The pun factory is open. <laughs> well, that's kind of neat. And, and it is, by the way, typical of what's happening is that uh, people are, are creating their own broadcast outlets with podcasts. That's right. And, you know, we've... Uh, there were a couple others that uh, got started here. They were on our show, and oh, yeah. IT and the D, right? Mike and Matt, right? Uh, and and also the, uh, uh, the uh, M2 TechCast, uh, Diva uh, TechCast, Diva and the Diva Talk. Uh, what is it called? The the um, dum, 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 dum. Yeah. used to be the Tech Talk Divas, but no, then yeah. they couldn't <laughs> talk. Was that a Tech Talk Divas? Uh, we should know this. We'll, we'll look this up anyway, and make sure we got I it right because I do not want to get that one wrong. But anyway. And I heard Dave Phillips just said that they were launching two more channels this week. Wow. So That's yeah, a podcastdetroit.com, which is the brand. That I is, think that's of fact, up to 55 now, maybe more. Could be. That's a brand yeah. new podcast channel right here in, actually it's in Royal Oak. They've got a brand new studio. and uh, So this, this really is the cutting edge of broadcasting. Of course, <laughs> neat to see you <laughs> well, on Well, I'm the latest one to the party, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. podcasting is, yeah. is where it's at right now. And I, <laughs> And you're not late. It's going to keep going, I think. so. Oh, I, I think so, too. And I think what will probably happen, my guess is that you'll find a certain sifting out um, because not everybody does it well. Not everybody's really worth listening to. Hey, I'm to. in the room, Foster. You don't have to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not sure that's always the criteria because look how we've been on this our 19th <laughs> year, right? So, I mean, you know. Great. I was trying to avoid that. You know? <laughs> you know, one of the secrets, though, I think, and I was listening to uh, another, I was listening to a podcast talking about the, you know, the secret, if you will, of, um, of attracting an audience and keeping it. And they say that's the relationship that you have to the audience. And I think that that will always be true. That's true. You know, it's, it's the old thing about kind of the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. It's kind of like if you talk, they will listen. No, not necessarily. Um, but if you can find a way of connecting with a group of people, yes. Well, yes. yeah, that also goes back to content. What are you actually offering to that right. listener? Absolutely. You know, in, in Rick's case, uh, he'll probably be offering something that everybody's mm-hmm. looking for, and that's great value in technology. Mm-hmm. And if they can find it somewhere like that, you know, even it doesn't matter how you know he presents it as long as he presents it in such a way that they can understand it they'll probably learn to love him and appreciate him over the time 
I, you know what? That was the most impressive backhanded compliment <laughs> I have had all week. And it, well and it came from Cal, too. <laughs> I try to be tasteful without being gaudy. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if he's bringing real value to sure. the microphone, people will definitely listen. When I find, and we're going to talk more about this in depth, but I found, I looked at some of the statistics on this. The first Battlestar Galactica came out in TV with Lauren Green right. in 1978. Yeah. <laughs> I was just a wee one. <laughs> oh my! Me well, no, not me too. But I mean, I was <laughs> younger. I was younger, younger, very much younger. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's interesting to see that that and that wasn't just the first round. Then it came out again in two thousand and three, I believe. Right, right, right. Yeah, two thousand nine. Reimagined series. And the only problem with that particular sci-fi, it had a. a and uh, Rick's going to hate me for this. It had a large level of cornality to it. So. <laughs> but but I'm sure he's going to bring Initially. a new class to it. But it's interesting that you have tapped into a group of people who are really interested in hearing about that. Right. And I'll, when we get Dave on, I'll explain a little bit more about the genesis of that and, yeah. and how and, and why the, the timing sort of worked out. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, um, this whole thing with podcasting right now has just really exploded, yep. and it's it kind has. of fun to dip a toe in. And, and with Battlestar Galactic, we have a bit of a built-in audience. Yep, so exactly. That's, uh, that's a, wise. Yeah. That is absolutely wise. Hey, just before we jump off quickly, um, Comtex or Computex 2016 happened in Taiwan. I'm curious, um, not much about PCs there, although we got some very powerful chips that are being introduced there. What do you think that means about the future of PCs? Right, well, as we were uh, talking just a little while ago, um, the you know the PC market has been dead, right, for years. They've been saying PCs are dead, PCs are dead. And all of a sudden, we're starting to see this resurgence, this uh, announcement from Intel of this 10-core uh, uh, i7 processor. Jeez. And that, that's like no PC we know. Oh, oh my gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> and normally, I would say, well, who, who would ever need such a thing? But yeah. I think the big driver right now is VR, virtual reality. Yep. And you need a pretty powerful PC, especially for the tethered VR systems, you need a lot of horsepower. So graphics cards and computers you can wear on your back. And, and That was the other thing I saw. They yeah. have a backpack computer. Now, it's only got one hour of battery life, but there's no wires to trip over. Yeah. So you can move around freely with your headset on and right. your computer on your back. We you are... know, I, I'm going to speculate and I'm going to say that, yeah, believe it or not, I believe desktop computers are actually going to come back but only in the sense that they're going to be more like a central unit to operate all the things in your house because everything is talking like to a, a server. computer. Yeah. And it's going to be like, the, you know, your main bus for your entire facility. Everything will come into it mm, and then distribute out from it. Yeah, but it'll be wireless, so it doesn't have to be a, a desktop. Oh, it's a, it's a backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to a very fun and a very informative, I hope, program. Rick Breuder is our co-host here. He is the gadget guy here on the Internet Advisor. Also, declare the cheapskate because, uh, matter of fact, you have a column by that name in CNET, right? I do. If you go to CNET.com slash cheapskate, I'll give you a daily deal on some sort of tech Excellent. goodie. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, you can go to our homepage now, and I've got that listed up there. You can click on that and be taken off. Matter of fact, why don't you talk about the this one thing that you have? Matter of fact, you have it in the studio here, and it is wild. I do. <laughs> you know, some of my favorite things are the simplest and the cheapest. Um, the last time I was here, I talked about this the Ninja Loop, which is this little strap you put on the oh, back yeah, of your, yeah, yeah. your smartphone that you can hold it one-handed more easily. So I found this product um, that is a combination pen, stylus, and stand for your phone or your tablet and it's you have the link up on the site so people can yep. get a visual of yep. this it's hard to explain but it's like a three-in-one it, it it 
it's such a perfect little accessory. It, I'm standing up my iPad with it right now, and they're like six ninety nine for a pack of six. So it's just like, and they come in different colors. It's just I looked product. over at you and I wondered what in the world? How did you get a? How did you get your iPad to balance on that I bend? Know, it's perfect, and you can even yeah. do it in you can do it in portrait or landscape. And it holds. Yeah, it holds just fine. So it's, wow, I love this thing. That is fascinating. One of the many gadgets. I, I'm one question I've always wanted to ask you is how do you get into this business of getting gadgets sent to you. <laughs> How do you get to play with so many toys? I am, That's a magician revealing his secrets. Okay, also. I can't, right, can't reveal that. Right. But uh, <laughs> a lot of times companies reach out and they know they know me. They want me to, to write about something that new that they have. And that's how actually I came across these these pens. You know, this company said, well, we'll give you a, a deal to yeah. cheapskate readers, which in this case was like $2 off. You know, oh, it's already a cheap price. And they sent me a, no, they didn't. I just bought these. Um, right. And but a lot of times they'll send stuff. So how do you get started in something like this, though? I mean, did you start by just kind of randomly re- reviewing a gadget? And um, well, I've been doing you know tech writing and reviewing and a stuff for a long, long time. But the cheapskate side of it is God. It's been eight years, I think, that I've been okay. writing the cheapskate blog, and I just built an audience. Over but time I can see and... that that's a niche that you that you, you got into. But yeah. the, the first part of it was that you started out by, what, being fascinated by gadgets and thinking, I'm going to tell people what I like about this? Uh, just card-carrying geek, you know, since, <laughs> since the beginning. Uh, worked in a computer store uh, when I was in college and Commodore oh, Amigas. Anybody remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a TI-99. Can guy. I just pause to note oh, right now yeah. that Gary is literally looking into a VR headset oh, at this very gosh, moment. Oh, my gosh, that was fun. I was, uh, I think I got vertigo. Roller coaster? I was doing the roller coaster. <laughs> oh, you know, if I can't go to Cedar Point, I'm bringing Cedar Point to me. Absolutely. This is, this is very cool. So we got to tell Rick, him about this. Yeah, Rick shows up and he hands me a cardboard box. I'm going, it's a piece of cardboard. <laughs> and then he showed me how to use it. Yeah, Whoa. so speaking of cheap, cool stuff, uh, you know I'm all about the VR nowadays. Yep, yep. And Google Cardboard is usually thought to be the, the lowest cost of entry for this right, type of thing. Because right. uh, you can create one yourself or you can buy one for 15 or 20 bucks or whatever. There's a website called unofficialcardboard.com, and they now have this thing where they'll ship to you in like a flattened package um, a a headset, a VR headset that you kind of unfold and put together. And Gary's looking at one right now, and Cal, I'm going to torture him and make him figure out how to put it together himself. <laughs> I just did a loop. <laughs> and you put your smartphone in and, and get some yes. VR apps for your phone, and uh-huh. boom, you're good to go. I mean, so the, the key is cool. that Gary Gary is using his. Um, I, you have an Apple, right? Apple I, I, iPhone. I, I do. Yes, yes, I do. I got to get up to the <laughs> mic. Gotta, I'm just having to get up. Oh wait, I need to get. This is the whole reason. I just did another loop. This is very cool. Okay, that's going on the website. You, you know, you know. Whoa! I'm upside down. Okay. Fifty thousand watt radio scary. station, us, and the kid is like, he <laughs> might as well be gosh. six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Very cool. It's funny when Dave comes on a little later. We'll have to talk about this because Dave had a similar or, or worse reaction the first time he put a headset on, and there was like this dinosaur. There was like this Jurassic Park app running, and he literally lost it. I mean, he was like, "There's a dinosaur!" and he was gasping like a little girl. Wow. Was, I, I was at Vector Form and. Um, and we got to have those guys on. They're oh yes, old. absolutely. Oh my god. They, it, so I was in their VR room, and it's a you know windowless room, and they hook you up, and it's a very very nice set of goggles. And I was on this rack deep down below the surface of the sea. Oh. And uh, they said you should turn around, and I turned around and. Almost got bumped by a killer whale. It was so cool. <laughs> virtual killer whale. Bill, virtual well, killer Well, you know, whale. we talked about oh uh, God, it was previewing the program about uh, 
things for Father's Day. And this is a wonderful... I can see dads all over just going oh crazy gosh. with this. Yeah. Um, and, and how, this... So how do you get hold of it? Now, you just go to the site? So for this particular one, you go to unofficialcardboard.com, and they will literally send you this thing for free. You okay. have to pay the shipping charge, so okay. which is like $2.95, I think, or something like that. We'll put that on our homepage. Oh, my we God. Got well worth okay. it. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> I mean, now, granted, you can go on to Amazon and buy for 15 or $20, like a hard shell plastic one that will you know, be a lot more substantial than this right, one. But if right. you want it for literally the price of a cup of coffee, this is how you get it. Boy, so I this can... is what you do. You get your kid, you have them order one of these things. When it comes in, it's completely blank. It's white cardboard. Uh-huh. You get them a box of crayons. They go, I love you, Dad. Enjoy <laughs> the Father's it. Day. He hands it to them. And then Dad goes and sits in the corner like a six-year-old for the rest of the afternoon. It's just a great <laughs> idea. But first of all, he goes through the kind of torment that most of us as fathers have gone through, which is trying to put together the thing that you have been receiving. No, it won't be that problem because when once you the six-year-old hands it to him, then Dad hands it back to the six-year-old. Six-year-old takes three minutes and they put it together and they <laughs> hand it back to the yeah, yeah, if you're having trouble work. find a six year old that's the rule <laughs> that's exactly hey, you what know, there is. was a. Uh, are there any other things that you saw by the way that you thought would be kind of fun for fathers on this uh, Father's Day is coming up in a couple weeks but yeah, since we have you here, we ro- talk about that. If you're ah. tired of the roller coaster, then you just go to the flight simulator. That's <laughs> oh my, my next gosh. one. <laughs> yeah, there's so much cool VR stuff. But, um, you know, there's lots of, you know, it's every Father's Day, it's kind of like the usual stuff, you know. So right. it's the um, uh, the Bluetooth speakers and Bluetooth headphones. Right, right, that right, stuff's right. Always, always fun. Really? Um, that sort of stuff? I thought it was the time when I'm supposed to get new underwear. <laughs> um, I don't know how it works in your house. Ties, but... socks, etc. Yeah. yeah, Old Spice, yeah. By the way, guys, on our homepage at internetadvisor.net, if you click into the website, the picture that I have there is kind of funny. It's a guy who's got a baby strapped to his chest, and then a, and across from him are picture of some items that he might get for Father's Day, which I thought was kind of funny. But I want to go back to what we were talking about before, about the changes that are happening now with PCs, because I think that's kind of an interesting um uh, area to get into. We've talked about virtual reality, which Gary was enjoying, uh, with and a very simple device there. Yeah. This looks like it's going to be kind of the wave that takes over computers. Yeah, so at the opposite end of the spectrum, I mean, you can do a lot with your smartphone. Sure. Um, but at the opposite end, we have the Oculus Rift from right. Facebook. Uh, right. We have the mm-hmm. HTC Vive. Right. Um, and there's there are more to come, certainly. Mm-hmm. certainly. But these two products deliver a level of immersion uh, mm-hmm. that is really quite extraordinary. And I'm not trying to overstate it when I say that this is a game-changing technology that I think in a matter of, of just a couple of years, um, it's the kind of thing that is going to be in every household. Uh, it's the kind of thing that's going to change the way we consume entertainment and we even travel and, and learn. Mm. It, it is really quite remarkable. Yeah, it's going to be more than just gaming, I think. For it's sure. It's going to be much more. Well, that's what struck me when uh, Microsoft came out with the um, Holo... HoloLens. HoloLens. Yeah. Um, even though they haven't quite got it so they can see a lot uh, space. But anyway, the notion was that you could learn how to do certain things within that. Like they had some plumbing that somebody was doing. Right. So it'll be interesting to see whether that's what the HoloLens is an example of what's called augmented reality. That's right. So you're looking through a clear lens, uh, like a pair of glasses, and but there are uh, things projected within, it. so right. it's not a it's not a all encompassing virtual reality. It's what you're seeing the real world right. with with things overlaid on top of it right. that you can interact with. Cool. And so AR, AR, reality. exactly right. So I think these two technologies are going to dovetail, and we'll see which one really kind of becomes the dominant. And along the lines of what you were saying, Cal, um, I think during the break and also on the air, it's going to require a good deal of horsepower to make something like that work, which is going to mean we actually are going to need PCs in the sense of some kind of a computing base 
that will allow us to crunch the bits to or make that kind of thing happen. More like a household internal engine. Like you, you, you'll, you'll uh, have yeah. all your other device. All your devices will have their own processors, of course. But if you want to do something really heavyweight, you'd call on this box of tin that would like come in and kick in and do extra stuff for you anytime yeah. you need to do. I almost envision it being kind of like the uh, the furnace hidden away in a closet someplace mm-hmm. or some a device like that that affects the whole yeah, house. Yeah, like, like the fuse box down in the basement where you get power. Good idea. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to talk about Battlestar Recaptica, brand new venture for Rick and his buddy, Dave Johnson. And Dave's going to be joining us here from California in just a moment. 